All right, welcome back to another episode of Feel Good Finance. Joey is unfortunately being lazy and he's on a beach right now. So that's Joey's not going to be here, but I subbed him out for someone that I think is just as good, if not better. Uh, my friend, my very good friend, Patrick Pavlete. Welcome, Patrick. I'm pretty hey, sure I said your up, name man? right, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> that is how you yeah, pronounce your last name. You could say Pavlete. 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 Either way. Um, yeah. So, what exactly yeah. do you do? We'll do the introduction real quick and then we're going to dive right in. <clears throat> um, I, I work. Like, you know, as you're, you're not an accountant though, right? No. You work in finance, but you're not an accountant. No, so I'm a commercial real estate broker. I work in accounting broker. pretty much. You're what? You cut out. I'm a commercial real estate broker, but this is about you, not me for now. We, we can talk about me anytime. <laughs> oh my God. No, but we're catching up too. It's been a minute. We haven't talked. We haven't spoken. In, you're right. In you're a right. Minute. Has it been over a year? Sorry? <laughs> Has it been like over a year? I would say probably close to a year, but you know, we've always kept up and stuff. And so that's why I wanted to have you on as I, I like to run these things by you because I always, you always have very interesting opinions and you see things from more of an accounting yeah. finance perspective. I try to see it from more of an mm -hmm. economics perspective, which I thought were completely mm -hmm. different for the longest time. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, so I do, I, I work in accounting, um, not for any specific company, but for a lot of companies, because I work for myself and I have clients. And so I joke around and say that I don't have a boss. I have a million bosses. Yeah, you but took yeah. the hardcore entrepreneur route. That's really tough to do. Mm -hmm. I, I give everyone props if you go that way. But either way, <clears> if you're <throat> able to cover your own overhead. So here's yeah. the first thing we're going to dive into is I, somebody sent, it was actually Joey, my other co-host here, who sent me this. And it was, a, it, it was like a stock market restaurant. It was something on, it was on TikTok, a little video. So I dove into it. I was like, this is awesome. So the concept is, and it's actually a product that you can buy for any restaurant. Uh, I have it pulled. I've heard about it. Yep, I have it pulled. It's called the Drink Exchange is what it is. Uh, and I looked into it because I was like, this is awesome. And so it's literally, it's like a POS system that you can install in your restaurant. And the bar owner completely sets all the prices and everything. It just looks awesome. It was like, I could just see like in any college town, you throw one of these into like a popular happy hour spot and everyone's going to be there and half the people are going to be so confused. Wait, so wait, how exactly does it work? So the, the food is named after stocks, like the drinks are it's named after stocks? Yep. yep, so they each have like their own tickers and they've got the thing that goes across the top, tickers roll. And so basically every every set period <laughs> of time- That's really cool, what? Isn't that an awesome idea? So every set period of yeah. time, the prices change purely based on supply and demand. So- you, What? Yep, yep, and it's a POS. So like you're keeping track of what you're selling and what you're not selling. So things that are basically not selling at all, if you have like a specialty drink, will go down in price until more people are like, oh, oh, this thing was $9, now it's five, I gotta buy those. I'm speechless, that's Isn't literally that awesome? insane. In fact, I think you need to send me this link because I work with a restaurant as well and I feel like maybe that'd be a cool concept idea to shoot by them. Anywhere cool, hip and young, I think would just absolutely love this kind of thing. Cause I'm, I'm thinking like, yeah, anyone in their mid twenties, if you, if you if you told you and me this and you're like, hey, there's this bar down the street that does this, I would be there that night immediately. I'd say, this is awesome. I don't know where they have them. I'm also, I'm gonna send it to you and I'm also gonna try to sell people Dude, on this because please, this is just such please, a fun please idea. Please send it to me. And, and, and I was wrong. I thought I heard of this. No, but you, you know what? I Something that reminds me of this is what I actually heard of where there's some restaurant, I think in like, Canada or something where basically all their food and beverages are named after like office supplies and stuff. So you can write off expenses as a business owner when you eat there. I love that. Does it, do they actually like, let you write it off though? Like I assume that's a tax nightmare. Uh, well, what do you mean though? But it's not what you said is because uh, like, for example, if you go to a restaurant and, and, and you just order a hamburger and, but the hamburger is called like, 
I don't know, stapler and, and stapler. That's office supplies expense. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying is, are you, are they allowed to write those off? Yeah, if it's an office supply. I mean, I don't know. Like, see, that's the thing. That It becomes a part feel like, of you know, the IRS will be all over you in about 10 seconds. It becomes <laughs> a gray line where you, they, but you, you would have to really prove it. Like, how do they, there's no way for them to know if they, if you did keep the receipt, right? And the receipt said you bought staples mm -hmm. at, this you know what I mean? I forget what the restaurant is called. Like how how is the IRS going to say you this was actually food? So when on the receipt it says stapler paper. You know what I mean? We're five minutes <laughs> in. Patrick's first accounting lesson for the day is that if you name something after something else, you can write it off as that. Boom. Oh, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Five oh. minutes in, and we're doing fraud. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get a call from a government number in about thirty minutes. This is not accounting advice, guys. <laughs> We're just sharing some funny things we saw on the internet. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll put the disclaimer in. Is uh, these are these are not the currently held beliefs of anyone that these people work for. Or any of that. This is this is not financial or accounting right. advice. So right. moving on to the next one is I saw an, I saw a very interesting article. Actually, I think I heard about it on the Animal Spirits podcast. They do something similar but way better, and they're both licensed financial advisors. The guys are awesome. But so what they were saying is that look, what everyone wants to talk about right now is they want to talk about the inflation fears. They want to be like. Everything is more expensive and we can prove this because, you know, grocery stores are up, blah, 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 blah. And mm -hmm. I think that there's two massive flaws with this. And that the first one is that they're comparing it to last year and your expenses last year were just horribly different. Like they, they were just mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. like you, you didn't spend on certain things and you spent more on mm -hmm. others. Additionally. But I mean, yeah. I mean, the gas is still like, I'm just going to use gas as an example, mm -hmm. is more than what it was pre-COVID though. Yeah, that's no? absolutely true. But... The other thing right. we're not taking into effect is that there's new efficiency. We, there's new efficiencies we've created. So like there's certain things that we used to have to pay way more for that we pay less now for. Like what? I can't think of anything on top of my head. I'm being a horrible host by having to throw this claim <laughs> out here. But I was going to say, dude, I would love to hear it because it seems like all across the board, everything seems so much more expensive, man, and I hate it. It is a pain. Let's it. think. So like pretty much anything technology wise is going down. Uh, I think we had like a big period of time where we'd spend more on subscriptions and there's been a lot that we've had to cut down. Uh, as far as like the financial sector, uh, you really don't have to, you don't have to spend brokerage fees anymore. Those are officially gone out the window. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I I'll have to come up with a list for the next one, and I'll have to redeem myself yeah. because I I think there's definitely a hot list of things that we've made more efficient. I I'd be so interested in that. But wait, so when you say like for example in the financial sector, they don't have uh, I like brokerage fees anymore, right? Rates are as low as it gets. There's no brokerage really? fees. Yeah, you basically because like because like cheap. if you use E Trade, there's so like even on a like a Fidelity or E Trade, there's none at all anymore. As far as I can tell, pretty much all commissions have died. But they're talking. Really? Yeah, wow. Joey and I talked about this for a minute. So they're talking about putting them back in place because Gary Gensler is uh, he's against payment <clears throat> for order flow, and he might be trying to take that away. Mm. Who's that? Uh, so he's the new guy who's in charge of the SEC, and he's like a total regulation hawk. So they're thinking Eesh. about. Oh, sorry. As a yeast. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, I don't know. It, payment for order flow is kind of a weird topic. We talked about that a little bit last time. Are you familiar with that? Nope. Well, basically, so these firms, like whenever you're doing your trading in your brokerage account, they can make a fee by selling the right to fulfill the trade to someone who can do it faster. Mm. So they're, they're basically buying you efficiency, but it's drawing price, it's making the prices not totally fair market. So there's a yes and a, there's but, like an up and a down to this. Like, it, 
<laughs> I was say, but it creates like more efficiency though, right? Right, it's faster. You would have to yeah. wait much longer mm -hmm. for your trades because I mean, think about like Robinhood. People are just swiping up and down for funsies all because they can't. By the way, did you see that they're uh, they valued their IPO recently? Nope. So this is interesting. I don't really look at I don't look at IPOs <laughs> too much just because the moment anything IPOs the price like super inflates for like uh -huh. however long before it drops down. You know. And so to me, I don't. Way. Happen. And it gets dumped by everyone who's already been holding it. That's what I'm three saying. And then it gets dumped. So to me, that's why I don't even, I don't even look at like IPO stuff anymore. Sure. Um, I mean, sometimes though, unless, unless like maybe I'm subscribed to something and literally my email shoves it in my face, then and I glance at it, then maybe like I'll, I'll know. But if, if it's on the front page of the Wall Street Journal or in the Morning Brew or the Daily Record, I will see it. Otherwise, yeah. I'm the same as you. It's like there's, there's no, it's not worth paying attention to. But this is interesting. Yeah. So. The way they did their valuation is they said, we believe we are worth $1,500 per every single client, active funded client account we have. Comparably, Wait. Charles Schwab said they are worth $4,000 per active lead. And I think that's kind of weird because oh, I don't, shoot. I think the average Robinhood account's under $1,500. And I think the average Schwab account's significantly higher than $4,000. Way, yeah. Um, at least like the, the two that I've dealt with, no, I've, I've dealt with like four people, like clients, like four different clients. They all at minimum have at least like 20K in their accounts. Yep. All the professional and retirement that's just, accounts. That's what I'm saying. And those are just like one of their investment vehicles, actually. That's not like their main thing. Mm -hmm. They probably like, have like in, two in all IRAs cases, moving on from yeah. there. I'm sorry, say that again? They probably have like two IRAs, a brokerage account, maybe a Roth. Yeah. Yeah, just mm -hmm. diversification is the way, obviously. A 401k as well, freaking investments in real estate. Like, if they're older, maybe a pension crazy. fund or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, man. There's a... Um, yeah. Wait, but really quick though. So you said Charles Schwab believes they're worth $4,000 per every user. Per every funded Robin, account they have. And, and Robinhood is... They said they believe they're worth fifteen thousand. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Oh, I thought that's why I was like, wait, that's such a big. Oh, no, no, jump. that like, would be a bold statement on their part. No, I think fifteen hundred. That's is why. Still... That's why I was hung up on it. I thought it was that bold. I said, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, they made their reputation from being bold, but I so I don't know. Is I know there's a lot of people that have made their their you know crypto fortunes and all that and Robinhood, but. Mm -hmm. Just the amount of the amount of people who are just barely starting out, and heck, I was one of those for the longest time. I still have a Robinhood account, but it's purely for like gambling speculation. It's not serious, dude. Same here. It's I just tiny. Hate that I have it. Whoa, I literally why? only have Robinhood because of FOMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same exact thing. I have all these people talking literally. about. Literally, did you do this? I made so much money, and I'm like, look, it's yeah. the same hundred dollars that I would take to a casino once every six months. Like that's 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 right. how I justify it. As long as you dude, don't, you know. I, don't keep funding it. <laughs> That's the issue. No, no, it's really annoying actually for me in my case because every time I've like tried to fund something through Robinhood, I've lost money. Like I don't think I've ever, unless I was buying like a regular like blue chip stock. Because sometimes I'll buy some of those. Sometimes just you'll never I want to because you look at it and you're like, this is my fun account. I feel like I'm missing out on yeah. that fun stuff. But I will say this though, as actual like investment advice, mm. or can I get super? I will say that like Robinhood say, say is this not is good not. If you're trying to be a crypto guy. That's, I'll say that. There you go. Technically, the cryptocurrency is not covered under the SEC, so I think you're okay there. <laughs> okay, cool. Just, cool, cool. We'll just because nothing in here <laughs> is advice, and you should not act on anything you hear either of us say. <laughs>
Yeah. The, the thing with cryptocurrency is that you're supposed to completely own whatever token you're holding outright, whereas Robinhood is like an intermediary who will right. freaking, you know what I mean? Like we saw what happened with GameStop, for example, which is totally against, I think it builds the case for cryptocurrency because what happened when the common everyday person started out beating the um, the hedge funds on Wall Street? Well, they, the Robinhood was got upset. so quick to shut that shut it down, force sell people's positions. That like in the crypto space, like that's literally impossible because it's decentralized network and how it works. And I'm not even going to get into that. But no, you're that is why. Right. In short, mm-hmm. I don't really think Robinhood is good for if you're going to invest in crypto or just in general, but yeah. specifically crypto. I read a little blockchain book and it totally got me inside the cult. Like I, I'm all for the whole. It was called blockchain, the next everything or something like this. Super short book. wasn't really mm-hmm. super, wasn't a deep read or anything. But I mean, the guy sits there for two. It was an audio book, mm-hmm. two and a half hours, and basically just lays out okay, these are all the uses I can see this happening. And I was like, oh my God, we mm. can literally run everything more efficiently if we would just adopt mm. the blockchain and invest all our time and money into it. Dude, what I think, but it's a slow process though. That's the thing, like the technology itself is still developing, right? So it's not like, I mean, you know, there's people who are lucky or who really deep dive into certain projects that they really believe in and become rich off of it. But the technology itself is still developing, kind of like the internet, the internet, is a lot different today than it was in the 2000s. No, you're right? absolutely right. Freaking, have, have you heard about like the metaverse? Remember, huh? <laughs> have you heard about the metaverse? No. Well, I maybe. Maybe. Explain it to me. I'll tell you if I get the gist of it or not. Honestly, could not. I saw it at the very basic. <laughs> like, I saw a small article this morning. It was in the morning brew, and I opened it up, and it was like, <clears throat> it was basically saying that, look, there's a reason that this type of technology can't be adopted is because people just can't understand it. So think back. So mm. Apple never needed to have the home button on their iPhone, but they made sure that they did on the first few iPhones, first nine iPhones. They made sure they did because they said, look, people are literally just not able to comprehend a phone without buttons yet. Like we're very simple creatures. Mm. And so that's why they it's did so it. It's so funny. I literally saw this on your story today. Yeah. And I, and I loved it. And I, I talked I'm about it a little bit. It's goofy. <laughs> People are not really willing to adopt these new technologies until they have like a, like a like a hook, like a grasping point. Where they're like, oh, this is just mm. the new internet, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I um, there's like two points I want to make. But mm-hmm. you know, you ever have like two things that you want to say, and then you because you're stuck on trying to balance it out in your head, which one you're going to say first, you end up losing them both. That's kind of just what happened. I am nowhere huh? near smart as you. I think in a straight line. Oh yeah, I'm so scatterbrained. It's crazy. But um, do you know what's interesting though about blockchain technologies? Well, first of all, you said we have to understand how it works and stuff, right? Yep. I believe that this thing is going to be like, for example, we use. Let's say, think about everything that came out of the internet, right? Mm-hmm. We have podcasts that yep. happened because of the internet, music streaming, emails, social media. I don't necessarily know exactly how emails work. Like when I send an email, I don't understand the programming of how you receive it on your end. Yeah, but, but you don't we use it every day. Yeah. We use it every day. Yeah, you just That's how about... I believe this thing is going to integrate into like our society. And there's going to be all these different use cases and different things that we can't even fathom yet because it hasn't happened. Kind of like the, like you know, using the internet as an example again. How do you explain to someone pre-internet what an email is? It's like. Hey, bro, instead of writing you a letter, I'm going to send you one in the air and then you access it through this thing called a computer, but also there's one in your pocket and you get the letter instantly. Like it sounds They're crazy, right? To each other all at the same time. So you're saying you, your, your big case is if you can sell the use, the actual thing does not matter. 
if I could sell the use, the actual thing. If you can explain the uh, use maybe. of the thing to someone, it doesn't actually matter how the thing works. You think like self-driving cars. If we know how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's with anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how, like, I mean, just look around. I mean, I don't know how to program a TV, but I know how to watch TV. Right. Well, I think that's what's stopping yeah. a large I don't scale adoption right works, now. Is there, there's so many people that have, like, you, you can't even open up Twitter without someone being like, here's how the blockchain works. And you're like, I don't care. What can it do? What can it do? <laughs> right. You know what's interesting, though? Um... I was reading about one of the projects that is um, kind of trying, their aim is to build the infrastructure of Africa. Oh, and what was interesting is basically, um, they say like, you know, the whole like capitalism and, and Western policies and, and culture shape like industrializing nations. Mm -hmm. They say like, for example, when North and South, a little history thing, right? North, South Korea, the North was communist, South was democratic capitalist, right? They, they adopted those widely different uh, policies and, and values and whatever. Okay. And look how different those countries kind of became, right? And, and the South was built on the idea of capitalism, uh, Democrat, being democratic, whatever. Mm -hmm. They say in Africa, they're, they're, in, they're industrializing on the blockchain, not off of another country now. <clears throat> so you're saying- and So when I, what I mean, and what I mean by that is there were five, I think it's in Ethiopia. I don't know. I have to send you the exact article. I just thought it was really interesting. There's 5 million people who were, um, who didn't have any access to financial institutions who now do through the blockchain. And also they want to revolutionize, um, education, credit verification through okay. the blockchain. And also what was the other one? I think it was supply chain and supply chain. That would be because incredible. that's what blockchain really is. It's a public ledger that verifies everything. Yeah. You're going to give all these people access to the global markets. And if they can participate, they have so much of a better chance to succeed. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's a uh, progress, like it's pro progress in terms of human society, because now we have more minds and more uh, potential for innovation, right? More culture, <laughs> more experiences. Yeah. I'm all exactly. for it. I think the connection is really important. Well, one of the other things, this actually leads perfectly into the next one is being able to transfer uh, value, worth, or money electronically, Venmo pretty much, like, they started that whole thing. And then it's, you know, mm -hmm. you got Apple Pay, Zelle, and all these. Zelle is like Wells Fargo Cash specific app. one. Yep, exactly. So, do you, do you use Cash App? You know what's funny? Um, I don't know what came first, Cash App or Venmo. But when, I, when we were in, in college, everyone over there was on Venmo. Mm -hmm. But then I would come back home to Fort Lauderdale. And no one would know what Venmo was, at least at the time yet. And everyone here was using Cash App. And it was kind of like flip, for like on, on each coast, no one knew what the other thing was. So I had to have both. I'm having the exact same experience. I, the adult world likes to use Cash App more, I think. It's it's very strange. You think so? I, I don't know. Cash App? I've, I've only been a Venmo guy for the longest time. I think I've had it for about six years now. And I didn't even connect my card mm. to it until like two years ago. And all of a sudden, I was like, wait, <laughs> this is great. Did you see you can now buy, you can buy cryptocurrencies on Venmo, through Venmo? <laughs> oh my gosh. Same thing though. I, I don't like the idea of, of using a Venmo or a, what was the other one you said, a Robinhood to buy cryptocurrency. Well, let me look real quick. Uh, I, I think they don't, I, I don't even think it actually participates in the markets because I, I immediately was like, oh yeah, I have to be a part of whatever the heck this is. So I just immediately bought $10 of Ethereum and I was like. But you don't, you, you don't, you don't use Zelle though? I yeah. use Zelle the most. Like, just I Venmo. think Zelle is the most efficient uh th th that's the best one of you because when you sell someone have you ever zelled before nope 
It literally, all right, so the Venmo is an intermediary. It gets sent to your Venmo, and then you have to withdraw it from Venmo into your bank account. Zelle is literally my bank account to your bank account. Right. So Within that, 30 minutes. That makes that makes sense. Well, because it's run by Wells Fargo. So if you have a Wells Fargo account, I think that makes the most sense, right? I don't think it's only Wells Fargo. Not every bank has it. it. Huh? I thought they owned the system. I thought Wells Fargo was in charge oh, of it. Oh, Oh, maybe. Well, I mean, I definitely have Wells Fargo, but I mean, I've used Zelle for people who don't have Wells Fargo's but maybe maybe they do own the whole system itself and other banks use it well, if that it's one bank to another it wouldn't be too hard I think for them to communicate but, mm -hmm. okay so that, that's mm -hmm. interesting I'll check that one out because I've all I've known is Venmo and I've just I'm kind of like comfortable like I just <laughs> it's just easy it's, it took me hey, so man, long to put you on to do things different right. things well, you're right about that but like let's go back to what we were saying before is like once you've accepted how a technology works you're like you're like okay I'm good so like, I'm an mm -hmm. iPhone guy, you're an iPhone guy too. You might be able to relate mm -hmm. to this. When someone's like, the Google phone is so amazing. I'm like, don't care. I figured out how to use mine, I don't care. Mine That's doesn't exactly need. Yeah, I feel. Yep, because <laughs> yep. it's so much yeah. effort to have to learn all the things that it can do for I knew, it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and the thing with iPhone is not only is it a cult following that they have oh, like yeah. a cult following with their brand, but also like, yeah, user interface, it's just so easy to learn how to do use things but i mean if you're a spec guy definitely freaking i hear what windows and android phones are the way if you are a spec kind of person when you say spec right? what do you but mean also, like the people who are like what, what do you call them like tech i, I, oh, I, I don't mean like it build their own in computers. A, in a back, like but like a tech nerd or a tech geek yeah type person like, i know where you're going it's like, like you yeah the guys who like yeah. basically build their own computers right basically and who know about all that stuff i don't know about that stuff yeah i don't know what kind of processor hear, my thing has huh i don't know what kind of processor i have right do you no i have no clue i i, I truly don't yeah, know anything either. about it I, when, I, when, I, yeah, when, when i went to go get my new laptop i looked at it and i was like all right i can afford that one i like that one it's big done and that was it funny that's you know what i have a, a tech person that i i have some but like there's one he's a good friend of mine who whenever i need to make a decision of like buying a new computer or something mm -hmm. that's the guy calling dude check this out let me know i told it's so funny he actually ended up making me spend double the amount that i wanted to spend <laughs> to buy this laptop that i'm talking to you on right now yep um, and it's um it happened when well, one i needed a new laptop anyway because um because i do taxes and um i used to have a macbook and the tax software I use does not work on macbooks so i needed a new laptop in the first place but then also i got covid and so I wanted to, I wanted to like play games and stuff while I was quarantining. And so I told my friend, like, I want to buy, I want to spend $800 on a computer. Mm -hmm. He says to me, all right, so these are the options I got. Yep. This one is $800, right? That's what you want to spend, but you're getting something worth $800. I got this other laptop. It's, he, he started going through all the, the, what do we call it? The, 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 the specs, I guess. Yeah, that's probably the best what word. Makes it, yeah, what makes it good. And then he was like, See, that's the thing, though. This thing is really worth like three grand, but you're, you're getting it for 1600 It's a way better deal. Like, I would get this one. And I was like, He basically saved you, really? It, I guess, but it felt like it hurt more. <laughs> but I, I was like, okay, so $1,600. Um, and, then he's, and then the selling point was, because at the time, that was like when the PS5 and stuff was coming out, he was like, dude, if you get this laptop, you don't even have to buy a PS5. You can play whatever game you want on the PS5 on this laptop. That's saving you another $500 was, you would have spent. Yeah, that's when I was like, oh my God, but you, 
he doesn't even work for them or anything. I was just like, yo, how much are they paying you to sponsor them, bro? So that's what I was yeah. thinking. Do you think there's a career there as like a tech broker? Basically just a guy who can explain these kind of, like you, I, I go out and find a guy like that and I'm like, hey, there look, has to be. I think there has to be because technology there is so advanced that the most of us just mm -hmm. don't understand it. We don't know what we're getting. Mm -hmm. It's like the car brokers, yeah. like, you know, you can, you can call a car salesman a car broker, but not really. Like there's specific people <laughs> in the troubled markets that you call and you're like, hey, look, You'll get what I guess two to five percent of the sale or whatever. Find me this mm. exact car, and that dude will be on the phone for the Is next that, five they're, days. You know what? That it would be like influencer marketing, but in the tech space. I yep. think that's probably what it is. We're just not in that world, so we don't know. But like, probably it probably. Exists. I mean, you know how there's influencers and on Instagram, but like probably started. just for for computer and tech people, right? I think for you're probably right. I I would be very hard pressed if someone was like, hey. Uh, go go get yourself a new phone or a new computer. Also, it can't be an Apple. I would be lost. I would say I just have no idea. Like, so do you, you use an Apple uh, computer? I use Apple everything except for work. I mean, work you just can't because oh the software is better on Microsoft stuff. <laughs> I just I just feel like it's so hard to use Apple as a computer. I, Microsoft is so easy, way easier for me to use. It's got Zoom. Right? It's got recording software. It's got internet access. I'm good to go. Yeah, it's got <laughs> right, right. I got you. you got the fundamentals to to get whatever you need done anyway. You're right. All right, I'm gonna walk you through the last one because uh, I'm curious. I don't think you said you hadn't heard about this whenever I ran it by you earlier, but I love this okay. because this is just. Pro I try to do like one fraud thing every time because fraud's just so much fun. The Lordstown yeah, Motors right. investigation that's been happening. Okay, how do you say that again? The Lord's what? Lordstown Motors. It's two words, Lordstown Motors. So they, they bought an old, they're, they're an electric car, electric pickup startup company, and they bought an old GMC uh, plant I, somewhere in the Midwest or like Michigan or something, I can't remember. But either way, so they were like, look, we're, gonna, we're competing, you know, Nikola, Tesla, all these big companies mm -hmm. that are trying to do this electric truck. We're gonna be the first one to do it. We've got GMC sponsoring, blah, blah, blah. General Motors is all gung-ho about it. Several months later, it, the report just came out this past month or so. Do you know who Hindenburg Research is? No. They do a lot of work. They're a short seller firm that does work trying to figure out whenever companies are doing fraudulent stuff. They they nailed Nikola a little while ago and forced the CEO and founder to resign. But point being, they released a big old article on Lordstown and said, yeah, these people are lying. <laughs> There's a lot going on uh, here. So their report said they've been, uh, they've been basically lying about pre-orders and just putting a whole bunch of fake ones in the balance sheet so that they could convince investors to buy in. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's literally crazy. Um, honestly, it's funny. I have a friend who this was one of my other bad investments through Robinhood who told me about something similar to this. It's oh, no. basically the company is called Hylion and basically what they were aiming to do is create a truck. It's for the trucking industry that creates a negative carbon emission. So it takes carbon out of the air to fuel itself something like that i think it, it's, it's just like cool. it's like it just it's it runs on it's like an electric thing car or whatever but Hydrogen also it like is taking carpet yeah i think that's what how we explain it to me but that stock has plummeted like so much since it went from like 50 dollars when i bought into it's like 10 or 11 dollars one step at a time guys these companies are trying to do massive changes to the world and like just take an idea that exists make it a little bit better just keep laying the bricks mm -hmm. and eventually we'll get the wall done you know what, maybe like, cause what you just said though, about uh, this other company, the the one that is basically doing fraud, maybe that's the case with this, comp the one that I just mentioned and I just don't know about it cause I don't read enough about all these different things going on sometimes. It'd be hard to know if they were or not. You're not on the ground with them. That's why we have firms like that. I used to be so 
like so bearish, angry at short seller firms. I was like, what are you guys trying to do? These people can't change the world. And then I realized, like, wait a minute, they serve a great purpose. They're making sure that we don't make really bad investments into liars. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, I know it's wild to see because you have to wonder what else is out there that's happening that we're not we're not aware of, right? Yeah. Quick question though. So is like AMC and GameStop like? Are those stocks still going crazy right now? I haven't heard anything about it, and I haven't looked into it myself. I grow a new gray hair every time I try to read about it, so I just don't read about it anymore. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wait, so is it up at least? Or I have not, literally not no clue. The last I heard from okay. GameStop yeah, is me that either. some guy came in basically and said, look, we're going to take this massive influx of capital, and we're going to actually use it to rebuild the company in a different way, make it more of like a merchandising uh, company, not like a video game company because – literally all video game makers are just middlemen pretty much like even though they're producing mm -hmm. the thing steam and microsoft are going to cut them out so there's no money to be made there's no i was just about to say like there's no i don't see a GameStop no surviving this no. they're, they're not going to maybe amc like is actual because you know movie theaters are lit especially if you can lay down I and love then movie like theaters. absolutely like love movie them. dates movie dates are the best like you lay down you can have a blanket eat snacks and then watch like a good production movie because the movies they come out with these days are insane bro go back to like the year 2000 look at the quality of these things and the fight scenes it's completely different it is it's like well oh, yeah. so that's why i've been bullish on the the movie theaters thing i'm totally with you yeah. it's like an awesome experience is it, the product yeah. literally doesn't matter like you could put a you could put like pacific rim is Arguably a pretty right. horrible movie, but oh my god, is it so much fun to watch? Like, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just because it, like it's a, the experience as a whole, and also like I just want to throw this in there. Like the for freaking the rates for food at movie theaters is ridiculous. Yep. But, but it's just part thing, of the experience, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like whatever. I'm spending thirty dollars here. No big deal. No big deal. For one hot dog, like. Freak. <laughs> Large butter popcorn. Get like a. I always get a Coke slushy. That was my thing. Those are the best. Oh my gosh. I man, it makes it's me want to go to a movie now. <laughs> huh? Makes me want to go to a movie tonight. Maybe I'll see if I can find something. Yo, yeah, I wish you lived in my city. I would, I would go with you, buddy. Man, we've got an awesome theater. Well, the other thing AMC was doing, we'll, we'll close this off with, um, with this because we're running, we're hitting our time limit. But so AMC was really smart in that they basically, they, they said, look, come see a movie, and we're gonna give you all these, uh, all these different perks. Like I can't remember, they have perks involved, and basically they give free tickets to AMC shareholders. So like. All these kids that are movie, they're movie going age. They're they're sixteen to nineteen, and they're like, AMC stock, blah 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 blah. They've they've been rewarded by the company, like the hand. That's really cool, and it's a good way genius. to introduce young people into investing. Mm -hmm. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Mm -hmm. AMC did it perfectly. I love it. Wow, I never knew that, but that's really cool. Yeah, isn't it awesome? That's it's like for once, the company cool. didn't screw up. <laughs> wow. Um, All righty. Well, uh, anything else you got? Um, well, you're, you're a straightforward kind of thinker, but I'm scattered, I could come up with a million different things that, have, you know, that I've thought about right now, but, uh, you said there was a time limit. So definitely this is fun. Uh, also for anyone listening, I've never done anything like this before. <laughs> and so I, and I'm super open to doing it again, just cause like we would have a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. Well, yeah I was about to say, if you, uh, if you say you've got more, you just, that just means you got to come on again and you can meet Joey. Joey's yeah. a great guy. You'll, uh, he's arguably more interesting yeah i thought i thought there was gonna be another person with you when yeah, that was my impression yeah sorry about that he's out and he's he's somewhere by an ocean right now and i'm very jealous the whole time 
what is he like traveling or uh, they're on some the kind of family trip but he'll be back at the end of the week but oh okay yep yep so we'll get you back on we'll talk about some fun stuff he's like a full tech guy and i'm the economics guy and that's that's oh, kind of wow. that's our that dynamic. would have been such an interesting dynamic for uh-huh. this conversation he knows all wow. the stuff that's going on and you guys but you guys would have a good time Wow. Okay. I'll be looking forward to it, brother. Absolutely. But either way, I really appreciate you, Patrick. I had a great time and, uh, we're going to, we're going to hop off and we're going to, we're going to see you next time. How about that? Yeah, man. Thank you for having me, man. For real. It's good to hear from you again. I miss and love you, bro. I miss you too. (laughs) All right. Until (laughs) next time. Take it easy.